Welcome everyone to the first regular season episode of the Flight Deck Podcast. I'm your host TK and I thank you for tuning in. Now let me just get right into it. 48 to 17. (laughs) Wow. Now I'm pretty sure you all were very excited, very ecstatic about the outcome of the game. I know I was. I was completely blown away by all three phases offense defense special teams i mean you know they they came from every angle um and you can really ask for nothing more than what we got but and there all there's always a but there is room for improvement and we will need to improve with this upcoming game against the dolphins but i'll get into that in, in just a little bit but right now i just want to talk uh a little bit about you know everything that went down in game one and, and let's start out with Sam Darnold and his first, first pass of his career. Man, that, that pick six, I, I know when it happened, there was a collective uh, forehead uh, palm slap from everybody in Jets Nation. You know, like, man, so, so this is what it is. But I give the kid credit. He came back. He showed poise. He showed me a lot about himself. And I, I, I was just I was just dumbfounded. I was, you know, that what he did to uh, bounce back so well like that says a lot about who he is as a player, who he is as a person and how he believes in himself. And I and I, I do give um, Jeremy Bates credit for, you know, calming him down and for calling plays you know to Sam's strength um when I saw that uh that pick six you know and honestly I was in uh, a couple of groups you know uh talking live while the game was going and and I said you know there's no worries I, I wasn't worried I was I was a little you know I was a little upset by it but I mean that's part of the game but he came back, he showed his his grit, he showed his toughness, and, you know, I salute him. I applaud him for what he did. Also, um, in that first game, big, big, big shout-out to the offensive line in its entirety. They they really came and they showed and proved um, last week that, you know, they can be a, a competent unit. Now, I will say... They caught a, a big break with uh, Ziggy Ansah getting hurt in the second quarter and, ha- you know, not coming back. So they caught a break with that. And uh, but they they did create some hellified lanes for the, for Crowell and, and Powell to take advantage of. You know, they did keep Sam uniform clean for the most part um, in the game as well. So I, I I do salute them. I give them props for the work that they they put in, and you know I'm 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 happy to see that they aren't as bad as a lot of people made them out to be. And I and I know I know I know it's just one game, but they weren't you know expected to be anything that first game. So you know to prove them wrong, week one, game one eased a lot of people's mind at least it eased my mind a little bit because we can we can see we see now what they are capable of but 
and there's, there's always a but. Um, I'm a little worried this 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 coming week with uh, that left side with Beecham and with Carpenter. Now we do run a zone blocking scheme, and that scheme is is uh, working to the advantages of Shell and uh, Winters as well as Long. Now Carpenter, not so much. That zone blocking scheme is the same scheme that got him ran out of Seattle. And I expect at some point or another, he will struggle with it. But um, as for right now, he, he was he was pretty, pretty decent. Um, but, I you know, I, I'm just I'm looking to see. Um, I'm looking to see them continue to uh, make holes for uh Crowell and for Powell uh, this upcoming game against the Dolphins. Also, um, in game one, I was really pleased with the secondary. Um, and and the, the secondary was considered the strongest suit of the whole team. And they really show why. Now, True Johnson, our big-time our free agent signing, big-time cornerback, he made you know two really really great plays um but he he's susceptible to speedy receivers and he's susceptible to uh getting beat across the middle deep and you know we saw that because man Kenny Galladay he he had a field day out there and you know I I'm a little I'm a little worried you know down the line considering some of the receivers that he will have to face. But I, I'm hoping, you know, hoping against hope that um, Casey Rogers and uh, Coach Bowles will make those adjustments to, you know, get him help uh, when needed. But, you know, all in all, I was very pleased with the secondary. I was glad to see Jamal Adams get his first career INT. I was glad to see Mo Claiborne, looked a part of a very strong number two out there. And, you know, I was telling some of the guys before the game that, you know, I was kind of worried um, about Marvin Jones Jr. being matched up against Claiborne because, you know, Jones Jr. is a pretty big guy, pretty fast guy. But Claiborne held his own. He did his job. So shout out to him. And uh, a big shout out to to the defensive front, Henry Anderson, who we got for a pack of gum and a canned soda, basically seven rounder to uh, Indianapolis. He really showed his medal. He, you know, he was creating pressure. He was re- responsible for one of those uh, picks by Darren Lee, who, by the way, played like a first round linebacker. Very happy to see that. Very, very happy. Um and Williams got in. Uh, I'm I'm hoping he continues to grow and continues to uh, look the part of a first round defensive tackle, uh, defensive end, getting in there, creating havoc. Looking forward to Nathan Shepard continuing to uh, grow and create havoc. And I am, you know, very excited about Frankie Louvo. Very excited. I'm, you know, um, I was disappointed when they cut him. I was glad that he cleared waivers and 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 um, was placed on the the practice squad. 
and just I, you know just let me say he has uh earned the uh right to stay on at least you know another game or two i'm hoping he's there for the whole year i believe this kid will will be something very good this year and, and by very good you know six to seven sacks creating a little havoc making uh big plays i you know i see that i see that from this kid so i'm very much looking forward to uh seeing him progress throughout the year and finally for game one shout out to the special teams that that unit was lights out daryl roberts has <laughs> you know I, I was i was i was a little shocked that they got rid of mcbride but if if cutting mcbride was for keeping roberts then hey i am all for it because he he really showed you know what he can do that huge return the huge uh, return for a touchdown as well as uh, the one before for what, 40, 41 yards. So this guy has really um, given us a, a dynamic that we have missed for a long, long time. And I'm looking forward to seeing the, the special teams, uh, both receiving and kicking off and punting, um, making big plays. So congrats to uh, the Jets for that game one victory. Um, congrats to the fans for, you know, uh, getting that first one out the way. You know, the 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 the, uh, the whole fandom's pretty pretty pumped right now. Pretty happy, and we have a lot of great things to look forward to. So, once again, congrats! I love the the direction that we're headed in, and you know, I'm looking forward to uh, this game against the uh, Miami Dolphins. Speaking of which. Um, I will give you uh, my four keys to uh, the Jets' victory against the uh, the uh, Miami Dolphins. Four, 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 four keys to victory. One, the offensive line play and the run game. Now, this week, they won't have the same break they caught last week against the Lions with Ansa being out. They are facing Cameron Wake and Robert Quinn, two hell of five pass rushers. So, in order for this to work out, we will really, really need for um, Kelvin Beecham and James Carpenter to uh, keep the head on the swivel and be locked in because they will have a load stopping Wake and Quinn as well as um, Shell on the right side. Now, I hope that they will continue to follow behind him in the run game because he's clearing out ways and he's getting out front with his athleticism. So that is the first key. The offensive line playing lights out as well as them continue to pound the rock in the middle to neutralize those outside rushers. Two, the front seven creating pressure on Tannehill and stopping the run. Now, last week against Tennessee, Frank Gore and Kenyon Drake rushed for a little over 100 yards with uh, Gore looking like the Gore of old, averaging about six yards a carry. Now, they use that to set up the play-action pass where Kenny Stills killed the Titans over the top so that will be key for us stopping the run to uh, neutralize that play action and render it void now last week against the Lions our front seven uh, only gave up 39 rushing yards so that was huge we're looking forward to seeing that again we need to see that again in order to uh, win this game we also have to continue to get pressure up front from Henry Anderson also from Luvu also from Williams and looking to see more pressure uh, from the, the front seven from Shepard as well so 
we do that, we will have a good game from our defense. Three. I'm looking to see the continued maturation of Sam Darnold. Now, he had that pick six to open the game, and he bounced right back like a, a veteran. You know, he didn't show any ill after effects of throwing that that errant pass, and he came back and he produced at a pretty impressive clip. Um, I like his pocket awareness. No, I love his pocket awareness, and I really, really loved it on that third down conversion when he hit that pass to Quincy Anuma after dodging four lines. Huge play, and I'm looking forward to seeing that again. He has to continue to convert on third downs like he did against the Lions, and I'm hoping that he will, you know, get maybe 20 to 25, 26 pass attempts. And one other thing, I hope he continues to take what the defense gives him and not force any throws. He does that. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing him uh, have you know you know maybe 230, 240 yards and a couple TDs. I really think he's capable of doing that and doing it well. Four. The coaches have to call a clean game on both sides of the ball. Now I I really and truly hope they don't have any errant you know dumb trick plays like they did on that third and two where they tried the trick run to uh, Robbie and they did that. You know, especially considering the way that Crowell and Powell was running the ball so well, that was just a huge head scratcher. I really didn't understand it, and I hope to not see that again, uh, those types of plays again in this game. Also, on the defensive side of the ball, I'm hoping that they do recognize the uh, weaknesses of True Johnson. Like I said earlier, being susceptible to the deep ball and make sure that they have some help over the top. They have to also keep an eye on screen, even though he's uh, athletic corner he uh, is very susceptible to penalties and also uh, being attacked across the middle by bigger wide receivers so I'm hoping that they can mitigate those things and uh, continue to call a good game I'm also looking forward to seeing if they will continue to run a bunch of boots uh, outs and and have two or three tight end sets to uh, help protect Donald from those two pass rushes I talked about earlier and get him out on the edges to where he can throw very well on the run and if we do those four things and do them well I predict that we will have a victory as a matter of fact I'll go out on the limb and say New York Jets 24 Miami Dolphins 17 four 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 four, four keys, keys to, to victory, victory. Now, before I get out of here, I just want to say thanks, you guys, for tuning in to the Flight Deck Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I really enjoyed talking to you guys. I'm looking forward to interacting with each and every one of you. Um, you can find us on Facebook. We have a page, The Flight Deck Podcast. Um, you can also find the podcast itself on Podbean. That's www.theflightdeckpodcast.podbean.com. You can find us on Google Play. You can find us on iTunes, as well as the various many podcasting platforms available so make sure you like follow share subscribe download and let's make this thing a big awesome jet loving situation um joining me next week hopefully will be my uh bi-weekly co-host mr ed watukowicz he couldn't make it this week he lives in south carolina and he's affected by hurricane florence so i thoughts and prayers go to the carolinas go to my boy ed and uh i'm looking forward to talking to you next week and i hope you all in the carolinas make it out with minimal property damage minimal loss of life life so on and so forth 
we at Jet Nation are, are sending our thoughts and prayers your way. Now, I gave you the keys to victory. I gave you my prediction. I also wanted to give you my fantasy stud and fantasy does of the week, which I believe this week our fantasy stud will be Quincy Anunwa. He's going to tear it up across the middle. Kiko Alonso won't be able to stop him. Trust me. He's going to at least get five receptions, maybe 70 yards. I'm hopefully hoping for a touchdown. Um, and I think our fantasy dud this week will be Robbie Anderson. Not because he won't play well. I just think that they will really, really try to shadow him uh, on the outside with, with Jones or, or maybe uh, Mika Fitzpatrick. So, you know, I'm looking looking to see him have a very tough game. I hope that I'm wrong, but I don't know. But anyways, once again, thank you for tuning in to the Flight Deck Podcast. I'm hoping to hear from you. You can email me at theflightdeckpodcast.gmail.com. I'm really looking forward to interacting with you guys, and I will talk to you next week. Oh, thank you.